Welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. None whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> especially this week. Uh, my name is James. And I am Michael. And welcome to Pie Week. Cherry Pie! I like literally can't hear Pie Week without doing like Nicole Page Brooks. You are Season too two, she's just trying to sell cherry pie on the street. Well, as one does. Uh-huh, uh-huh. James, what are your thoughts on pies? You know, I am not a pie person. Okay. So I am, unlike last week where I said I prefer sweet bread over savory. Yeah. I only like savory pies. Oh, I love savory pies. So like a pot pie, a yep. meat pie, yep. a vegetable pie. Yep. But I don't like dessert pies. Like I am a cake person through and through for okay. dessert. Yeah. I like a, a dessert pie for sure, but I think, again, my heart lies with uh, uh, savory pies. Yeah. Lies with savory pies. I just find sweet pies, especially fruit pies, yeah. they're too reliant on the quality of the fruit. And fruit quality is not always consistent. Exactly. Yeah. Or how it's sugared. And like mm. some people use corn syrup, like not people, but yeah. you know factories and so it's yeah. it's really 50 50 yeah. yeah yeah no no I, I i totally agree with you um so let's jump right in let's for the it. signature challenge this week the bakers had to make a provincial pie which was basically something to represent the province that they are from yeah yes <laughs> this is very much like we have to make pies how do we make them different <laughs> yeah yeah well because at first when it was like provincial pie you know how sometimes um uh okay Forgive my not exactly like knowing, but someone will be like, oh, yes, that was very provincial. Oh, that's what right? I thought yeah. as well. I yeah. thought they were supposed to make, like, I thought it was going to be like, you know, shepherd's pies, yeah. steak and potato uh -huh, pies. Uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. No, no bougie pies. Yeah. Yeah. But then I guess that's just the Canadian thing, because if it was in the U.S., it would have been state pies. Yes. You know, probably like state fair pie or yeah. something, Yeah. Oh, right? I totally would have been state yeah. fair pies. Yeah. yeah. But instead, we have provincial pies, seeing as this is the great Canadian baking show. So first off, we had Vincent. Uh, Vincent had his uh, blueberry lime trillium pie. Okay. So I'm sure many people have heard uh, about the like Ontario trillium logo and how they are like going to change it. Yeah. Because uh, people, when you look at the logo... It looks like it's three men lounging in a hot tub, right? Yeah, totally. And as soon as they said it was provincial pies, I was like, oh, if I had to make this, I would make a pie with three men lounging in a hot tub because that would be so funny as like a, a joke of what the, the thing looks like and everything and, and anything. So yeah, Vincent made the actual Trillium and I thought that he had really nice detail on the Trillium. The judges kind of said that they didn't think that he needed to kind of add the color to like the the leaves of it and i can agree i guess the the thing to me was if you're going to paint the leaves green then the trillium should be painted white yes and it was just the leaves and then like the white was just supposed to be the pie crust so it was like a little two-toned a little odd on the eyes um but it was really evenly baked uh and it was turning Bruno into a lard lover. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I don't I couldn't tell if he put the color on before or after the bait because it was a little muted. But mm. um, yeah, I agree with you there. And um, there's a lot of lard and pies. A lot of lard and pies. Seriously. Um, but overall, I thought that Vincent actually did a pretty good job with this one. It was it was nice. And again, the kind of clean lines he's known for. 
Then we had Amy. Who made a peaches and cream pie. I thought it was like a really nice bake. Yeah. Um, it looked delicious. That peach was like perfectly glazed. Like it was really just kind of perfect looking and tasting too. The judges loved it. And Bruno was like, oh, I could eat this all day. Yeah, it was a great crust um, from Amy. And even like aside from the peach on top, just everything else was so joyful, that decoration on top. So it looked beautiful. Really, really, really fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, then we had Stephen. Who made a top of superior um, pie. And by superior, we mean Lake Superior. Yes. Um, no. No, Stephen. Sorry. Yeah, Stephen made a prairie berry pie. There you go. Um, yeah, so his was like a little bit soupy, you know, um, and it had a soft bottom uh, because yeah. of the like soupiness. Uh, it's a bit I wet. Thought, I thought, yeah, it was it was fine, you know. I I, I uh, it would have been nice if it kind of held itself together a bit more. Yeah, I think um, especially with pie challenges, there there sometimes there isn't that much to actually critique on. It's like, is the pie crust baked? <laughs> is the stuff in the middle too watery? Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, sort yeah. of right. And then it's like, uh huh, uh huh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, is it one out of two things? Yeah. Two out of two things or none of the above? Well, you know, one of the things, too, is we're at this point in the competition where there's only six bakers left, right? Yeah. So we're reaching this point where, you know, we're so we're able to see a lot more. So watching the episodes as a viewer, we get to see more of the bakers. We get to see more of the critiques. And that's all great. But for us on the podcast, we also are like through the episodes way faster because it's like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Do it again, do it again. And like, it just kind of goes faster. So we're just at that point where our episodes become shorter. I do wonder if pies should come earlier. Because I think you can do more with mm. cakes than pies. Yeah. And pies, like you said, it's like, if you're critiquing on like, is the crust done? Is the thing too watery, right? Yeah. That you can do that really easily when you have to cut between like 12 different ba or 10 different bakers. You can just be like, too watery. <laughs> Underdone. And then like, that's like, like <laughs> yeah. you can, you can do that. Whereas now we're getting a lot of time spent on the judging for, yeah, I agree. Pies, again, all baking and requires like a certain finesse, but like pies definitely have, I think, less criteria of things that can go wrong um, versus other things. Okay. Then we had Dougal. Uh, who made a summer on the East Coast pie. Which was not taken out of the sheet. And then it had some raw dough on the bottom. I just kind of felt like it was... I didn't get summer on the East Coast from that. Uh, I, I guess that was supposed to be like the sun. It was, was like I think it was like a sunrise or a sunset. Which on the East Coast, yeah. I guess, would be more it's of a gorgeous. Rise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't... It kind of felt like it was extra crust just put on top of something in the middle yeah. of a tray of fruit. It kind of reminded me, ironically, of the British Columbian flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, you know what I totally. mean? With like the sea of yeah. blue and the sun. Yeah. So I got I got more of that. Yeah. And the dough was still, it, it was a bit raw, unfortunately. Yes, yes. And then we had Steve, this time actually Steve. Yeah, who made the top of superior pie. I thought that it had like a really cool 3D effect. Um, but the color, that like, blue, that blue was oh so unappetizing. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. No. I I get it was supposed to be the water. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that he just didn't do that part. Yeah, 
or or if it's the water like i don't know make it like blueberry and then use like the bluish purple from yeah blueberries yeah. like yeah. I, I it was yeah. super neon yeah it was unfortunately just a, it really distracted from what i thought was actually quite nice looking um but then bruno also said that it needed more egg yeah for that for the butter part of the butter tart yeah yeah so that was steve's and then we had amanda who made a mile high P-E-I lemon pie. P-E-I, more like P-I-E. <laughs> um, yeah, it had a really nice bake. It had a really great color. Like yeah. I really, really liked uh, hers. And then I've said this before. I like lemon-like things. I like really tart lemon mm. in that. And it's had like a good tart lemon. But I just, yeah, I really love the purples mixed with it. It was, although... <laughs> I'm so glad it turned out well because while she was making it, she was like, I normally make this from a box. And then we were like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then, no, she's got the skill. Clearly, she delivered and it looked and tasted really good. Yeah, this one kind of like Steve's. I mean, I did like it, but I did feel there was almost like too much happening because mm. the, like the, whatever the pink was that was piped after i was like that's it's a little intense mm-hmm. it's like a lot going on here mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. other than that yeah fantastic absolutely so that was the signature on to the technical the bakers had to make portuguese custard tarts or mm. what was the um uh, pastis de natas there you go so yeah uh do you like portuguese custard tarts oh my god they are so freaking good yeah i love portuguese custard tarts farm boy makes really good portuguese custard oh really well maybe i'll just go down the street later yeah yeah um i really really like these i think they are so delicious and after watching them being made i would never in a million years attempt to make (laughs) them myself that's most of this that's most of the technical. That's on this true. Show. Although, but this is something that wasn't like uh, uh, this is like something that you see frequently. Well, not like super frequently, but you can find in stores and right, in like store right. bakeries and everything like that. Right. So it's one of those things where then when you watch this, you're like, oh yeah, I'll I'll just get those because like then I don't have to spend yeah you know, hours and you know strife and all of that. So yes, but they are super delicious. Uh, Amanda was first up. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up being a little, a little, a little inconsistent. Mm-hmm. They were looking okay. Uh, but the custard was almost, it was too eggy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't velvety. It was scrambled eggs. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, dough was slightly undercooked. Um, the interesting thing was that I kind of wasn't expecting this, that they cook it at 500 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's for like the whole time. Um, And that that makes the blistering on the top. I, for some reason was like, they bake it like it's normal. And then they just like take out a blowtorch and just go like, and then that's it. But apparently it happens when you just bake it at 500. It does make me wonder if they typically bake it and like more like outdoor wood ovens okay that sort of thing so like the temperature it's kind of like pizza ovens like Mm. those the temperature in pizza ovens is like 700 f or something something crazy like that so it makes me wonder if that's what's happening as well and like we need to crank it up to emulate it in sort of convection ovens yeah yep uh then we had vincent uh a bit more consistent um but there was no blistering on the top um despite it being a good pastry overall yeah they were just a tiny bit raw at the bottom which like i 
it seemed kind of like everyone just had this micro strip at the very bottom yeah. on the inside of it, like under the custard. It was just this tiny strip of, of like raw dough, which I, you know, okay, it happens. I, I didn't think it was like that big of a deal. I thought overall, right. like they looked good to me. It would be like, well, if the rest of it is raw. And also <laughs> if you had like raw on the outside, it's like, how do you have raw dough in a 500 degree oven? <laughs> well, it burns too yeah, fast, it burns right? Too fast. I know, I know. And it is tech. It is the technical. Yeah. So they do have to pick up these technicalities. Yes, absolutely. Uh, then we had Amy. Um, who, who didn't, you know, the dough, the, the dough didn't work out for Amy this yeah. time. There was something about how it was spread out, um, that it didn't end up shaping out very well. Yeah. Um, but she had a really good custard. Mm-hmm. Best custard. She had the best custard. The best custard of all. Yeah. 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 But no, she didn't press into her, um, uh, pans Tin. or yeah. tins. Yeah. Those. So it was kind of raw. I honestly, I was kind of shocked. Like not like not in a bad way. I was just like I was disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. No, I just like she's been so good and so attention to detail. I just kind of couldn't believe it. But you know what? If all it took was just the not pressing and that something so small leads to you know uh, uh, it not being able to do what it needs to do, then so be it. That happens. You well, know, mistakes were made, lessons were learned. Well, like so, we, you know, like yeah. we say with pies, like it's two things. It's like, yeah. did you get the crust right? And is the custard inside yeah. good? And if yeah. one of those two things don't work out, it's like a fifty percent. Yeah, right? exactly. That's kind of where we're at. Exactly. Okay. Then we had Stephen. Uh, Stephen had a really good swirl with his pastry, the lamination. Mm-hmm. Um, though it was a little, it was still a little raw, and it was also a little eggy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bit scrambled. Yeah. You know, but that they were quite good mm-hmm. but yeah uh then it was dougal uh dougal had consistent bakes across the board um and really good blistering on his so actually i think dougal was one of the few that actually had really visible blistering yeah yeah, yeah. where where the the tarts had also kind of like remained flat across the top because a lot of people had it where it almost kind of like poofed up in the <laughs> yeah, middle yeah. right um although then his custard like had issues you know not like huge issues but they were kind of like mm, you know not the best i mean we know they said that amy's was the best yeah but but he had the good blistering and that was kind of part of the technical here and then we had steve yeah steve who had good swirls on his pastry and a good custard but came up a little bit short on the sides with the pastry yeah so he had some overspilled custard yeah. but then that also kind of led to like an extra like browningness to kind of give it that extra blistering. I thought that his looked quite good. Yeah, more crunchy goodness. Yum, yum, yum. Okay, so the order. In sixth, we had Amanda. In fifth place, Amy. Fourth, Vincent. Stephen came in third. Dougal was second. And then once again, Steve, our technical champion, came in first. So if we've learned anything, it's that in our baking brackets, we should never put Steve... (laughs) in our brackets because we never go for who's going to come in first in the technical but we know he certainly won't come he won't down. come in whatever yeah yeah, yeah 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 um no so so congrats to steve who is clearly king of the technicals so um terrific job and that pretty much wraps up the portuguese that pretty much wraps up the portuguese custard tart technical 
And moving along to the showstopper, James, what did the bakers have to make this week? The bakers had to make two hand-raised pies. Yes. So this was, uh, at first I couldn't quite picture what they were kind of going to have to do. And then it was, okay, so they like make this mold around, or sorry, they make the crust around the mold, basically like freeze it. Yeah. And then like yank it out and then bake it and like hope that it holds and generally speaking everyone was quite successful Mm -hmm. so yeah let's start uh first up was amanda so amanda made a uh maritime fast food pies well she made two so she made two maritime fast food pies one of them was like a loaded fries pie and the other one was a dinner pie yeah okay these both sounded so good I was so on board for these. The fries, when they cut into that, those layers were like so perfect. That looked so good. It just looked like yummy and rich, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so good. And then there was the doner, which was like fine. Yeah. They were kind of like, it, it was almost like, I wonder what the reaction would have been if they'd gone into the doner first yeah. and been like, oh, yum, mm-hmm. and then went to the fries where then they would have been like, oh, but this is even better yeah. versus going from the better one. It kind of changes your perception, right? Yeah. Um. I think I the fries pie, I agree. It reminded me of like, it's not an insult, like Taco Bell, like Fry Supreme, oh, well, yeah, like, yeah, which yeah, are yeah. so yeah. good. Oh, man. Um, I think my only challenge with the dinner one is I think... um. Amanda ended up using like ground beef for both. Mm. And dinner, I always think about like meat slices, yeah. not ground meat. So yeah. I think that, I think if she had done that, it would have given it a more stark contrast. And then yeah. to your point, have made them maybe judge them more a bit independently. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And then they also said that she should have charred her peppers a bit more. For the so. flavor of the peppers. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, then we had Stephen. Stephen made a Peruvian and a pork pie. Oh. So one's a Peruvian pie, the other one's a pork a... pie. God. That's it. why he didn't call them Peruvian pork pies. That's where I got confused yeah, at first. Yeah, okay, I got confused too. Um, They were stuffed. <laughs> stuffed. That first one especially. Oh my God. But then it was a bit dry. Yeah. Um. Whereas the Peruvian one, oh, I thought that that egg looked so good. Oh, yeah, the egg layer. Oh, I love egg and stuff like that. But then uh, Bruno said it was too salty, Mm -hmm. which I guess you can see how that would happen. But I feel like Bruno probably does not say that something is too salty lightly. So it must have been quite the salty endeavor. Yeah, I think... um... For many professionals like Bruno, I think he thinks that most people tend to under-season their food. So mm. for, for someone who's a professional to say that something's too salty, you're right. It's, it's, <laughs> we'd probably eat it and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we had Amy. Uh, who made two pasta dinner pies. Yes. Okay, sorry. I really had to think for a second as you were. I think it was because you said pasta. And I was like, pasta, pasta, pasta. But I've said pasta many, many times in my life, too. It was just like this weird brain switch moment. Um, The first one did not really have defined layers, like not defined enough. It got kind of all jumbled up on the inside. Yeah. 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 Um, And then... Hers was not salty enough. And then Bruno was like, you should have taken some of Steven's salt just to 
rub salt in the wound. Salty tears for all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the second one that she had was more defined. And then the only kind of critique there was that I think that was the one with the, the mushrooms like uh, in it. And they said it was like almost layers of bitterness as opposed to something that was melding all together. Yeah, I think it, it also had the broccoli rob in it, which is that a very, true. very bitter vegetable. So it didn't mix together. It was more like, oh, here's some savory sausage. Oh, now here's some broccoli rob. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Back between those. I was making a joke earlier about like, oh, broccoli rob. I just know broccoli Andrew. But you know, <laughs> and then I got so confused. You got very confused. Like, and then what? I was like, OK, it was a stupid joke. And I tried <laughs> it here. And hopefully someone laughed wherever you're listening to this. <sighs> Uh, then we had Dougal. Uh, Dougal, who made um, hold the meat pies because none of them had meat in them. So they were a bit cracked. They were definitely overly done. They were they were a bit brown. It was unfortunate because I think Dougal really was the only one who experienced any sort of like cracking and seepage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he made two. One of them was sort of like a more savory potato pie, which needed yeah. a bit of cream. And I totally understand that mm-hmm. because if without cream or some sort of maybe like juice or something, it can feel like like, like potatoes yeah, in a pie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. binding the potato to exactly. everything else. Yeah. And then the fruit... Too much liquid. It cries, it weeps, <laughs> sorrowful. Yeah, yeah, so we got too much liquid and it, it cracked yeah. his bottom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other one did have really decent, uh, sorry, not really decent. It had a good flavor. But yeah, Bruno was like, if this had only had cream, I can only imagine how good it would have been. And I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. So then we had Steve. Who made uh, deli and diner pies. Okay. The level of thickness on this pastry. It's like, what are the the um, uh, British pies where you basically aren't meant to eat the pastry? You're just meant to eat the filling. Like, um, is it like Cornish pasties or something? Yeah, where, it's something where like that. It's basically all the super thick filling. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, not filling. Um, crust. And it was meant for like miners to be able to like bring lunch to work and then crack open that and then leave the crust. You don't eat it. You just eat everything that's inside. And this reminded me of that. And that wasn't exactly (laughs) like the brief here. It was it was a little too thick. And then in his first one, it was definitely too dry as well. He wanted it was the Thanksgiving one where Bruno said that it would have been better if there was gravy kind of in between the layers. And. Oh, with gravy. But that makes sense, right? Yum. Like, that's how Thanksgiving dinner kind of works. You do kind of need to smother. And turkey, it's a dry meat, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dry meat. It's not a great meat. It is a very dry meat. It is a very, very dry meat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but then, yeah, the the second one, which was the uh, smoked meat, Ugh, right? Yes. Oh, that looked delicious. And then Kyla said it tasted like Montreal. Mm. So Reuben and a pie. Yeah, I thought that that one was was really good. I loved the ideas of both of his, but the thickness was just a little too much. I think he was probably really wanted to ensure it held its shape. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, as we saw from other bakers, though, they were able to get it to hold its shape with a thinner yeah. crust. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Last but not least, we had Vincent. Uh, Vincent, who made all in the family pies. Mm-hmm. Um, so his first one was a green curry one, and mm-hmm. I thought that that one looked delicious. He so had good, the potatoes. Really good, again, just attention to detail. And stuff always looks so clean. Like the judges were like, you don't even seem like you were stressed making this. And he was just like, oh girl <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh i couldn't oh no i can't full Alyssa edwards uh yeah no it was it was really really good both of them were um i've never had oxtail um stew i've never had it either or maybe i've had but i didn't know that's what it was yeah but they said it was rich and delicious and again those clean lines so he really just did a a great job on his showstopper which is why he was Star Baker. Yay! Yeah, I I was um, pleased with this one. He really did a, a good trillium, like uh, provincial pie, and then so well in the showstopper. And as I refresh my memory, he was uh, fourth in the technical. So, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Not amazing. Not not super bad, right? So uh, a well deserved win. His second as Star Baker now. Um, and did you have any thoughts about Vincent as Starbaker? Um, I thought this week was a little difficult from a points perspective, but I think just with the showstopper, given his dedication of the pies to his family, I did think it was a really nice way for him to round up the week and, and get Starbaker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then unfortunately, the baker who went home this week was Dougal. Um, you know, he... Actually, despite doing well in the technical, it just wasn't quite enough to save him from the the leaking of his yeah. his pie. And that's just kind of the way the, the cookie crumbles or the pie cracks and leaks. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Dougal was a great baker and it was fun having him on the show. Um, so, yeah, that pretty much wraps up Pie Week. Mm-hmm. Um, our brackets from last week yes. were... Who did you have? Um, I said that Amanda was going to come in. Uh, nope. I said that Steven was going to come in fourth in the technical. And Steven came in third. And then I said that Amanda was going to be Star Baker. And she was not. Yeah. I said that Vincent was going to come in fourth in the technical, which I got right. Um, and I thought that Steve could win. And I thought he might have won this week, yeah. but but Vincent definitely deserved the win after that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so next week is Caramel Week. Yikes. There's five bakers remaining. Who do you think is coming third in the technical? Uh, so the third in the technical, I actually think um, Amy may come third uh, next week. I put down Amy already, yeah. too. So mm. I think Amy is third. We'll both see if we're both right or we're both wrong. <laughs> Uh, and then I think that Steve is going to be Starbaker. I think Vincent may take it again next Ooh, week. Ooh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Caramel is hard to work with, so. It is, but I don't know. I just have a vibe. Okay. I like it. I'm behind it. So, uh, yeah, that will be for next week, Caramel Week. And uh, as per usual, you can find us on Instagram at GCBS Podcast and on Twitter at GCBS Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, how many more times can I say podcast, uh, all of that. So please always be sure to leave a review or let us know how you're enjoying the show. And until next time, bye. Goodbye.
The Cooling Rack is a Messenger Bag Media podcast. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.